within about seven months of starting that gratitude group, I had this book deal with Hay House, which now became my book, Conscious Communications. And um, what I love about that story is it shows that the more you have a daily practice of gratitude, it, it just becomes this feedback circle where you're feeding the gratitude, but the gratitude is also feeding you. And it's it's almost as if the, the, the some force in the universe starts to or begins to deliver synchronicities into your life that you could never have imagined. This episode is supported by Laura LeMond's Mosaic Weighted Blankets. Here's what a verified customer had to say about the Mosaic Weighted Blankets. This weighted blanket is phenomenal. It relieves my anxiety, has helped me sleep, and has eased my migraines and restless leg syndrome. If you want better sleep and less anxiety, click on the link in the description. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, I have Mary Shores. Mary, Mary's roller coaster life began with being abandoned at a young age and tragically losing her first child. But Mary was able to overcome life's hurdles and turn tragedy into triumph by building an eight-figure business empire by the age of 24. That's quite incredible and um like I, I think this is the most impactful uh part of her story. So the rest I will let her tell you and uh share with you how it was for her to go through these experiences and uh how it is to be in her shoes. Mary, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you, Georgian. It's so nice to be here and wonderful to meet you today. My pleasure. So let us know a little bit more about you, about uh, what you went through, how how it was for you to go from uh, a breakdown to a triumph like, like you did. I think that while you're going through any kind of tragic circumstances, you may not see, you may not see or understand those steps while you're in the middle of them. Like it's not until you come out on the other side that you can look back and you can start to put together that story. So I just know that, um, one of the things I think is very important is looking at how your day-to-day choices make such a difference in your life and your overall outcome. So for anyone, um, like myself that has recovered or bounced back from any kind of tragic circumstances, you know, the, the, the biggest piece of control you have is in those very thin sliced moments and the choice that you're making. And sometimes it's just a matter of choosing to feel hopeful and, um, asking to feel, to, to fill yourself with hope versus to feel when you're feeling despair, you know, I love the title of your podcast because it's about gratitude. And so gratitude plays a big part in how I've been able to bounce back in those circumstances in life that have been uncomfortable. Hmm. I've, I've had the same situation and um, 
also you mentioned hope i think that gratitude has a lot to do with hope as well like it's really helpful in those kinds of situation to situations to to bring back the hope and to give give us perspective on the fact that it's actually possible to go through that situation and to overcome it and to to make a, a better life a more beautiful life but uh, let us know a little bit about gratitude from your perspective like how would you define gratitude hmm. oh that's a great question i would define gratitude as a practice that can a practice that enables your mind, your spirit, your brain, your neural pathways, however, whatever language you like to put around that. It's a practice that builds a fortitude around your ability to perceive the world as a place to be good and grateful for. Mm, wonderful. <laughs> I love the I love the short to the point and really powerful definition you that, that you gave. So um if you would have to choose like one meaningful experience in your life that made you a more grateful person, what would that be? Uh, there was a time that I had went on a trip um, to Costa Rica and I was attacked during the last night of that trip. And it was, it was actually quite tragic and it was within a relationship that I was in at the time. And, um, when I, I literally had to flee the country in the middle of the night and it was, it was very oh. scary to be, you know, in another country, I'm from the States. So I was in another country that was foreign to me and I did not speak the language and I had to get home. And I was really traumatized by, by this attack that had happened to me. And I had a very busy week scheduled that week. And I had some, I had some public appearances that I had to make and some speeches that I needed to give. And the thing is that I was rendered, it was very difficult for me to speak. So when I got home, I went to the emergency room and I was really in this like, um, sort of shock state. And anyway, I, decided that I was going, that was the moment that I decided I was going to start a gratitude practice. And so I, I got with a couple of girlfriends and I said, I saw this on an interview and I'd like to try it. Would you please be in a daily gratitude group with me where we're going to text each other three gratitudes a day? And we started doing that immediately the very same day. And I just noticed how within a short period of time, this this um, shroud of this tragic circumstance that had just happened to me was not affecting my life in the, in the same way that it would. And I always believed, and this happened, um, this happened probably in 2013, but I had always believed that it was that decision to turn towards gratitude that saved me in that moment. Wow. This is, this is really deep and whew. To have been through to that kind of experience, to be able to to choose gratitude, I think I think that's that's really powerful and really inspiring for for me, and I hope for our listeners as well. And I'm guessing that it was it was something that helped you heal, right? Like go through that experience um, and manage to to overcome it, to to see the world with with different eyes. Because I'm I'm guessing that 
that experience totally made you look in a different way when it came to, to the world at large in, in general, right? I think that gradually, yes, that's a really good way to describe the outcome and the power of gratitude. So in the end, um, it in, it the gratitude group that I started with my two girlfriends actually didn't work out. So what ended up happening was that after a period of time, um, I was texting the gratitudes, but they really weren't. And so it made it difficult. And then also I noticed this hesitancy, like they were worried about who the other girls were in the group. It's kind of a girl thing. I don't know how to explain it, but um, so there was some issues with it. And so what I did instead, because I still believed in this power of gratitude and I wanted to have this group very much um, because I was committed. I was committed to making this a daily practice. So I went on to Facebook and I went into uh, the Tony Robbins community that I was a member of. And I just said, hey, does anyone want to have a gratitude practice with me? And I had 40 people respond. And so I decided to create a Facebook group, which is now called, um, I think it's called Gosh, you think, oh, it's called Declaring Gratitude. You think I remember that. But mm-hmm. we now have um, something like five or 600 people in that group. And it's only women. Um, so if there's any men out there, I encourage you to create your own gratitude group. But I did. I created this space where I realized that people were more open and vulnerable with strangers than they would be with people who are close to them. And then believe it or not, when I got into that new group with these women that were from all over the world, um, that is when I really exponentially started to feel the power of this gratitude because I mean, number one, I was changing other people's lives. So there was a ripple effect. You know, I think that, I think that right now when we're, we're, we're in a time when we're always searching for purpose and we're searching for more meaning in our lives, that sometimes it's the simplest things that we did that create this ripple that we would never have it, had never even known. And so the impact of this gratitude group has now reached all over the world. And, um, Within within about seven months of starting that gratitude group, I had this book deal with Hay House, which now became my book, Conscious Communications. And um, what I love about that story is it shows that the more you have a daily practice of gratitude, it, it becomes this feedback circle where you're feeding the gratitude, but the gratitude is also feeding you. And it's it's almost as if the, the, the some force in the universe starts to or begins to deliver synchronicities into your life that you could never have imagined. And, and it's really not, you know, whether you believe in God, the universe, your higher self, none of that really matters, or even whether you're completely atheist and, and what you believe in is science, because the science is also going to support this very same thing, that when you p- plant that seed of gratitude in your mind and you water that seed every single day, it's going to grow an entire garden of new neural pathways in your subconscious mind that that is has a new possibility. It holds a new possibility for your life. And that new possibility is the one that I followed. This episode is supported by Laura Lemon's Mosaic Weighted Blankets. Here's what a verified customer had to say about the Mosaic Weighted Blankets. I love this blanket. Before I got this blanket, I would toss and turn so violently that I would wake myself up several times throughout the night. I've had my blanket for about two weeks now and I don't wake up at all anymore due to tossing and turning. I was concerned that the blanket would be too hot to sleep with, but it's actually been the opposite. The blanket is made with pockets of beads and stuffing, like you'd find in a beanie baby. 
So the bees move around and shift with gravity, so there actually can be plenty of airflow. But all in all, I love my new blanket. Thank you for a much better and more restful sleep. Sarah M. Visit the link in the description for more information. Beautiful, beautiful. You actually anticipated uh, one of my questions about what you do to to make sure that you keep up your your gratitude practice and that you're um, that you're doing this as constantly as possible. So <laughs> that's, that's well, I nice. think. I think that accountability for me personally is very important. Now, you know, it doesn't, for everyone, it doesn't have to look the same because I think that the important part and the impactful part for our own lives is to do it in whatever way, you know, there's not one way. And I know that um, the download that we're giving to your audience is my daily desires diary. And that is just a journal page. And it actually includes the three gratitudes per day in it. So whether you do it as a self journal, whether you you join a gratitude group on Facebook or whether you do what I did and you ask a few friends to, to be in your gratitude circle and make this commitment. Um, the important thing is that whatever, whatever commitment you need to have for yourself. And I know for me, the moment that I get the other ladies gratitude texts, it's my reminder to send mine because sometimes I forget, you know, I get busy in the day and that's fine, but see, then I'll get one of theirs. Because I'm getting, you know, I'm getting their three texts every day. And so every time I get one of their texts, it's a reminder to me to respond. And so that has, that has been a powerful uh, presence in my life. And I'm grateful for the other ladies in my group. That's beautiful. And I love the idea of uh, sending uh, texts over and uh, being accountable and just being in that flow, like, uh, if I'm if I'm down, somebody else might be up. If uh, they're down, we are up, and it's it creates a beautiful balance, and uh, it reminds us to to keep keep it up, right? Like I think this is really powerful. Yes, keeping it up because that's the way that you water the garden is is keeping it up and keeping it a daily practice. Exactly, exactly. So you've reached like huge success in business. Do you feel that gratitude has helped you reach that level of success? In in some ways, I would say yes. And in some ways, I would say that um, the power, the, the, what, what was the supply of my early years of success was probably more to a feeling of empowerment and just understanding that and it's one of the things I've shared a lot lately is as we are moving into the era of creating our own reality, that it's so important that you want to always be creating from a place of empowerment. So however you're feeling in any given moment, that is the level to which you're going to create. So if I ask myself the question, you know, how am I feeling right now in my wellness or how am I feeling in my state of being in my, and I say from a zero to 100, and my answer is a 25, then a 25 is the, 
that's what I'm creating in my business and my personal life, you know, in my health and my wellness and my level of happiness. So when we, and, and that's a very disempowered state where we're coming really from a place of fear and it can even borderline into a lack of integrity and not being authentic to ourselves. But when you're creating from a place of empowerment, empowerment meaning that inside, outside, backwards and forwards, you really understand what to do. You can stand in your integrity and you can be authentic even in a situation that maybe is unpleasant. You can respond in a way that is neutral instead of responding in a way that is triggered or charged, that when you create from that level of empowerment, everything you create into this world, everything you manifest into this world is going to come in stronger, faster, better, longer lasting. And here's the most important, it's going to come in more impactful. And so we, we really want to make that impact in the world. And that's so important to us these days. But if you're, if you're creating from a place of disempowerment, then the way that you want to change that scale, you know, one, the way that you want to move from a disempowered state to an empowered state is to step back and, and not be in creation mode, but to be in self, uh, self-care mode to, to take care of ourselves. So in that moment, when I was going through this tragedy, returning from Costa Rica, um, I did not try, it was not my intention to create anything big or, or change the world. It when it was a self-care moment where I was taking care of myself, but see, even in that moment, because I was taking care of myself, it grew into something larger than myself. Hmm. That's so interesting. So um, I know that self-care is very important and I totally recommend it, but I I didn't realize it can be such a powerful trigger for something so creative and constructive for, for other people. I, I think this is this is really brilliant, like really um like in, in the idea of uh, love yourself as you as you love your neighbor, like when you take care of yourself and you love yourself more, you have more to give to the world, right? Yes. And, and sometimes when, when we're in that fear state or we're in that disempowered state of being, we feel like we have to, have to, have to, and, or there's, or there's serious consequences. And, and I know that in life there's, there's situations that, you know, you have to deal with, you have to deal with your immediate situations, or maybe you have a fire to put out, but you can still do that from a neutral, from a neutral state of being. You know, we can still remove ourselves from the charge and, and really the, the triggering is happening in our nervous system, which is why I recommend self-care because from a scientific point of view, when we're stressed, then we're creating chemicals in our body that are really no good, like adrenaline and cortisol and, and things that were designed to keep us out of harm's way. But when those body, when those chemicals flood our body and they don't, um, they don't have a way to flush you know, then, then things become toxic and we can get into this toxic situation with stress. And so I think that you can, um, simultaneously using gratitude, gratitude is a great way to, to change that neurochemistry inside your body. And at the same time, it can even stimulate some of the problem solving areas in your brain so that as a daily practice happens and you've done this for 10 days, 20 days, 30 days, then you start to see some changes happening. And that's when, that's when, when you feel yourself tipping from that, you know, 20 level of, of, of wellness into a above 50, 60, 70. Now that's the time to go to in creation mode because when you go, when you're feeling good, that is your most powerful manifestation 
time. That is the time that you want to put action in. You want to take action towards your dreams and your desires and your goals so that you can use that momentum of how you feel to get yourself there. Hmm. And by the way, when you talk about self-care, what are you thinking about? Like what would our audience do in order for them to, to take care of themselves uh, so they that, so that they can get to um, the creation mode. Well, in uh, in chapter three of the book, which is chapter three, is all about this exactly what we're talking about right now. And so, what I would say is that. Um, I don't want to tell someone what to do for their self-care because every person is different. So for one person, it might be that they go out dancing and when they go out dancing, it makes them feel really, really good. But then for another person, the thought of dancing might cause them anxiety because they don't want to go dancing. So it's really choosing for you whatever is making you feel at your best, um, whether that is um, taking a bubble bath or reading a book or talking to a friend or, or just staring at, you know, lighting a candle in the dark and staring at it for five minutes. So in the book, um, at the, the, the coaching exercise in the end of chapter three is really all about setting yourself up a non-negotiable self-care practice, which I just ask you to pick one thing per month that you can commit to one thing per week and one thing per day. So it's, you're choosing, you're choosing an activity that you can commit to. So even if it's just a three minute breathing break, um, because, you know, I went to this, uh, breathwork workshop in Seattle and with, uh, Judy Kravitz and it was one of the most transformational things ever. And it was actually called transformational breath. So how cool is that? But, but the thing is that there's so many things that work that we, we should pick the things that are, that we're willing to do. Because sometimes you're like, I am an overachiever, so I'm going to pick like this big thing, you know, but that big thing is not sustainable for me. So you need to have it be something that you can actually do. Exactly. Like, I, I totally agree. And I th I have the same kind of experience. Like, there are things that you can do consistently, and it's important for them to not be, so to not take on too much because Otherwise, it would be really hard to keep up with that. Um, and there are also the things that we can do in the in the moment, like when a situation happens and like breathing, for instance, is really helpful when something, a really big challenge comes up or something like this. And there are these types of things that, that we can do that are really, really helpful for us from different perspectives in, in different kinds of situations, right? I agree. Yes. Yes. Very well said. <laughs> okay. So um, in your life right now, uh, what are you grateful for? I'm very grateful right now that um, there's only a few more days of school left in the States. It's getting towards the end of the calendar, the school year. And so I'm grateful for that very much because it always signifies a, a transitional period with me and my children. I have two boys, they're 16 and 17. And so I'm also very grateful for this time period in their life as they're, you know, moving from being high school aged kids to being college young adults. Um, it's very exciting for me. I'm also very, very grateful for, um, 
I'm grateful for the opportunities that I have in the world. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for um, being able to have a voice and be able to be on this podcast today to spread um, my message that, you know, I know that I know that I have this um, universal knowledge that I have been given that it's my job to, to bring this out into the world. And so I'm very, very grateful for that. And also I want to say that, um, I, one of the things that I learned on a meditation retreat over new year's is that it is important to be grateful for our own skills, gifts, and talents. You know, that's not egotistical. So I am grateful for my ability to, to speak the truth into the world, because the more that I'm grateful for that, again, it's building that muscle for me to be able to do that job. And, and um, to be able to show up. And when I show up, then the synchronicities happen. You know, I get the invites that I need to get. And so I'm very grateful for my skills, gifts, and talents in the world. I think you you went on, on something that's very important for all of us. Like, I'm sure that we we have lots of shortcomings and it's much easier for us to see them and then it is to see our skills, the things that we are great at. And um, if we don't appreciate ourselves and we, if we are not grateful ourselves for, for those skills, for the good things that we are doing and that we are capable of, who will? Like, this is so important. And we can give our gifts much better when we are aware of them and we, and when we can make sure that they get even better thanks to our gratitude, but also to developing them as well, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. So um, we're nearing the end of our time together and I would like to know where we can find your work and uh, where we can get in touch with you. Well, I would love for, I have a gift for your audience, which is the free download of my Daily Desires Diary, which is going to give you the journal for uh, reporting or, or having inviting you to be grateful for th three things every day, as well as to every day, um, write down three things that you are proud of in the day, three moments you're proud of. And, and the third part of that is you want to call out into the world, call out to the universe three things you desire for yourself. And so I invite all of you to download that, that journal page. It's beautiful and I believe you will enjoy it. You'll also get with that a free chapter of the book, Conscious Communications. So I always say that if you go on Amazon or wherever you buy books from and you look up Conscious Communications, your step-by-step -step guide to harnessing the power of your words to change your mind, your choices, and your life, and you read the description and maybe a handful of re reviews, you'll absolutely know instantly if this is the book for you. And if, and if it is, I invite you to pick it up. If you want to um, interact with me, you can join my Facebook group, Fearless Ambition. That is open to um, anyone. And as I said before, Declaring Gratitude is a women's only uh, gratitude group. So you're welcome to join those groups. And love to see you in Fearless Ambition because that's where I'm most active at. And of course, you can follow me on any social media. Um, we have daily posts on Instagram, inspirational posts on Instagram under the name Mary Shores, as well as Twitter and Facebook page and 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 all of that beautiful beautiful so i have one more question about being fearless how do you think that being fearless and being grateful um blend together or how how do we do uh the two 
And it's fearless is an interesting word because when I think of the word fearless, it's not necessarily that I have no fears. It's that I want to show up. I want to recognize number one, that I am in a fear state. So I want to recognize when I'm disempowered and then I want to be aware of my choices because awareness of your choices is the keys to freedom. And so I think that it works hand in hand because gratitude to me is a daily practice and it is a way to feed your mind, body, and spirit. And so it's really those, those things together, because if I have a daily practice of being grateful, then when I am in a fear-based state, I'm going to more easily be able to see myself out of that. And so fearless to me really means more my ability to bounce back. It does not, it does not mean I have no fears because I do, we all do. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I think it's, it's an important discussion to see that fearless doesn't mean that you don't have any fears, but that you do something about them and that you, you use gratitude as well to, to get out of that uh, fearful and disempowering situation and you go for what you actually want in life. And I think this is really inspiring. So thank you so much for, for being here with us and for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge. It has been great having you here. Thank you so much. But before we go, I want to tell you why I chose Mosaic Weighted Blankets as a sponsor. Living a happy life has a lot to do with being well-rested. And Laura, the CEO of Mosaic Weighted Blankets, has solutions for each age group and the best reviews out there. Just check them out. You can find them at bit.ly slash mosaicweighted or you can click on the link in the description. Again, thank you so much for choosing to spend this time with me and I really hope it was time you enjoyed spending. Best wishes and don't forget to keep seeking gratitude.